Inside the Islamic Republic of Iran, many Muslims have opened up their mailboxes and discovered a Bible. Brother Omid grew up in Iran, and he says this is an amazing gift. It's very good to people start to reading. Nowadays is the New Year in Iran. When we send the Bibles uh, as a gift to the mailbox, most of them said, wow, I'm thinking nobody give me the uh, New Year's gift this year. But when I opened my mailbox, my gift is there. Jesus never promised his followers an easy path. In fact, he told his disciples that the world would hate them. He sent them out as sheep among wolves. Jesus' words came true in the life of the apostles, and they're still coming true today in the lives of his followers around the world. Join host Todd Nettleton as we hear their inspiring stories and learn how we can help, right now on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network. Think back to the last time you held a Bible. Maybe it was paper, maybe it was digital. Do you realize what a gift it is to hold a copy of God's Word in your hands? Today here on The Voice of the Martyrs Radio, you're going to be reminded that the Bible is an amazing gift. You'll hear about what happens when people in the Islamic Republic of Iran receive a copy of the Bible for the very first time. I'm Todd Nettleton, and I connected not too long ago with Brother Omid Sabuki. He is part of Jubal Band Ministries. We'll give you a link to their website when you visit vomradio.net. We're going to cover a few things. How Brother Omid came to know Christ, how the Lord is using him in a media ministry and in Bible distribution inside Iran, and how God is at work in Iran even though it's a closed country where the government is actively working against the Church of Jesus Christ. Let's start with how Omid came to know the Lord. Omid grew up in a Muslim family and always had a fascination with stories. He loved reading books and watching movies. Because, you know, the, my father's job is the movie producer, and always we reading the book and watch the movie. His interest in books led him to read books about world religions at a young age. I often read religious books just to compare in with other religious, you know, and uh, prove myself that uh, religious is uh, made by the human mind. And I believe that all religious books wrote by the genius uh, who wants to control the people. Until the, my wife's friends gave us the New Testament and asked us to read it. I agreed to read and make note for the problems I would find. But the more I read, love enemies, love uh, your neighbors. When I read the book of Matthew, I told to myself that I need to find the Old Testament to uh, may find, uh, you know, uh, the contradictions uh, about it because it's older. So when you picked up the New Testament, your whole mindset was, I'm going to read this and I'm going to figure out the mistakes in it so that I can tell my friends, yeah, I read your book, uh, but here, list, there's a list of all the things that are wrong with it. Correct, correct, correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, when I uh, read the book of Matthew, I, I, I wanted to have uh, the Old Testament because I, I said it's the older book and I can uh, find that the more mistake or error there. 
I didn't ask anyone because I didn't want someone to know that I read the New Testament. Till one night I had a dream. I was in a big ship uh, and many boats around us. And there was a man on the deck with some people around him. They called me to come and pray for him. Now it was strange that Omid would be asked to pray in his dream. The idea of crying out to a personal God was different than the prayers he had grown up with in Islam. Suddenly, a man uh, in white touched my shoulder behind, from behind. Uh, he showed me the box in a corner and gave me the golden guitar and a, a small box wrapped uh, in a piece of cloth uh, and then said, uh, stay on my way. I'm going to repeat some of Omid's story because I want to make sure you understand and hear what he's saying. In Omid's dream, he saw a man in white. Omid was given a guitar. Now, that may seem a little bit strange until you realize that music was about to become a significant part of Omid's life and a way that he would start serving the body of Christ. He was also given a package, a gift, and he was told by the man in white, stay on my way. That was all fresh in Omid's mind the next morning when his car wouldn't start. He had to hurry to get to work on time, and he decided to take a taxi. He didn't pick up any other passengers. You know, in Iran, it's not normal to only you take the one passenger. Usually the taxi takes the four passengers, and after he starts to... Uh, you know, to go for the directions. When we arrived, I get out the taxi, I asked for the fare, but he handed me a package. The taxi driver gave Brother Omid a package that looked an awful lot like the one he had seen in his dream the night before. I was so confused, and when I finally recovered, the taxi driver was um, gone. You know, when, when I unwrapped it, I was shocked. It was the, the Bible, that means the Old Testament and uh, New Testament together. It was, uh, uh, you know, unbelievable. Omid had never owned a complete Bible before. Now, you and I probably didn't receive a Bible under such dramatic circumstances, a, a dream, a mysterious taxi driver. But this story is a great reminder that the Bible is a precious gift to us just like it was to Omid. My hand was shaking, and when I started to touch it, it was, uh, uh, you know, unbelievable. Now, God used a dream to get Omid's attention, but that was only the first step in him understanding the gospel. When Omid and his wife started to read the Bible, their hearts changed right away. They both came to faith in Jesus to forgive their sins and make them new. Right away, Omid faced opposition in his newfound faith. Remember Omid's father, the film producer? My father was the first one uh, who stand against me because he was uh, the known movie producer and needed the government permit to sense, to screen his movies. Omid's father was in danger of being ostracized and penalized financially because of his son's commitment to Jesus Christ. So he rejected Omid and cut him off from the family. 
This made it so important for the body of Christ to come around this young couple and support them. But unlike you and I, Omen and his wife couldn't just drive down the street and walk into the nearest church building. You know, when I wanted to find the home groups or the church, it was very difficult to they trust us or enter to the home groups. I remember our leaders in the first time, he invited us to the coffee shop and me and my wife, we waiting, uh, we was waiting for three hours there uh, because the leaders uh, was late. And after that, he said, yeah, because we check it, everything, there is any, any problem or any spy or some things. But when we start, it's very difficult to find the home church. It's very difficult to talking about that. The house church in Omid's area was cautious at first. They have to be. But they came to realize this young couple had truly encountered Jesus Christ. Omid and his wife joined this home church and got involved right away. Omen was a musician and a recording engineer, and he started helping the church record worship songs. But this was happening as persecution inside Iran was increasing. We divided to a smaller group for more security. We started gathering in our home hiddenly to worship and pray and share the gospel. And I was leading the worship. In that time, until the government made a problem for the home church, uh, identified our Christianity activity, or and the leaders decided uh, to not gather as a group. After a few days, I forced to leave Iran forever. I left and went to the Cyprus. My name is Omid, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what does the mean in English? Okay. I do. My name is my my name in English means hope. But the confess, I, I confess, there were so many situations that I was very disappointed and hopeless. When, I, when the government sealed my studio, because we were uh, secretly recording the worship song, when the government blocked my bank account, when they tried to um, arrest me anywhere, when I was going through dangerous road and mountain to leave my country, and when I hiddenly left my country forever without saying goodbye to my mom and my uh, sibling, when I entered to the strange country without document, without any money, yes, I was hopeless, but God had a plan for me. What I did too um, was I tried to worship in all situations. Oman and his wife enjoyed more freedom to worship there in Cyprus. Omid led worship at their new church. He was studying theology and became an assistant pastor. During this time, though, his relationship with his earthly father continued to deteriorate. We had no connection with each other, with my father, especially when I started serving as a pastor. He didn't want to talk to me at all. And he has rejected me and unfollowed me from all his uh, social media platforms. Oma discovered even as his earthly father rejected him, God had adopted him into a new family. And his heavenly father would never leave him. First two years, uh, I love to talk about the only the son, you know, the Jesus, the Christ. I don't use it, the father, the word of the father a lot. 
because I, I some things I, I think uh, in inside the, me I fear about the, this word. I, I I fear maybe it's reject me too. But during the, this uh, my life story, the God uh, said, "You can trust me." God blessed me with many sisters and brothers instead of the one I had left in Iran. I dedicated my life of serving God and I sacrificed my family, but God blessed me uh, with a new family. There in Cyprus, Omid continued to be involved with media productions to share the truth of God's word. We started to recording a, a lot of uh, Christian show uh, for the satellite channel. We have made more than the 500 episodes. Uh, we made the music videos, women's program, kids, or youth uh, live show or programs. For the rest of our program today, we're going to focus on how God is using this media ministry. But first, one more update about Omid's family. God also had a plan for my mom. You know, I saw my mother after many years, after nine years, I saw the, my mothers in Turkey and uh, it was the best moment for me when she gave uh, her heart to Jesus and I baptized my mom. We're talking today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Brother Omid Sabuki. He is the president and CEO of Jubal Band Ministries. They are reaching into Iran. They are training church leaders in Iran. Let's let's talk about the the believers in Iran right now. You you talked about the fact that you know after you came to faith in Christ, it was difficult to find a church group to meet with and and, and to get involved because there's security issues, there's lack of trust. Talk a little bit about the silent believers in Iran because there are a lot of believers in Iran who maybe don't go to a church or aren't involved in a group, but they are followers of Christ. Talk a little bit about those those people. Um, uh, Todd, there's a many silent believers who are not connected to any church or Christian resource. Yeah, correct. Perhaps better to divide them to uh, into to, to two groups. The first group, those who heard the gospel and believe in Jesus, they might be living in a small city, a small cities, and that there there is no home group or any Christianity activities. So they are far from the body of Christ. Then they become cold because they have no leaders to teach them Christianity lifestyle or how they can share the gospel with their family and grow in their faith and didn't have someone to talk or hear them. So after years, they turned into the silent believer. And the second group are those who lived in the larger cities like the Tehran, okay, the capital city. But because mm -hmm. of that, uh, that problem, um, their leaders are arresting or their leaders who left the country because of the persecution, they are not connected to the Christian group and they waited for their leaders to guide them for somewhere. Little by little, they forget um, that they are Christian. We engaged several of them during the distribution, uh, distribution uh, the Bibles in, inside the Iran. For example, there was um, an old woman that she gave her heart to Jesus miraculously many years ago. She was an old believer and didn't join uh, any home church for uh, seven years. 
she said i was about to forget uh, that i i'm a christian until her daughter handed her bible that our team placed it into her mailbox you know our team wrapped the bible uh, in a gift paper and put it the mailbox in a, inside the yuan she told us god spoke to her by sending the bible she said the, this bible reopened my eyes after seven years and remind me of what God, uh, what God had done for me and my old life. How important is it for those believers, uh, the ministry that you do online or the ministry that, you know, broadcast satellite television ministries that are broadcast into Iran, how important are those tools to help these silent believers that, that are sort of cut off from church groups or other Christians within the country? The satellite or the online church or the other is very good, okay? But in a small city, you know, we have the application uh, and we can searching the how many people in a, any area have uh, the access to the social media. For example, in Shiraz, only the 40% of the people have access to internet or the device they can, you know, uh, have the satellite or watch the, another TV. Okay, the TV is work, but not for all the people. Brother Omid says God is using satellite television and online media productions to spread biblical truth inside Iran. But people also need community, other believers who will help take that truth and demonstrate how to live it out in real life. So Omid is trying to provide biblical teaching and put it in the hands of leaders who can work with people one-on-one. -on -one. If somebody joined with our church, we send the videos preaching or the forms or the question or the systems to the leaders. And after the leaders download the everything and, you know, he um, go for it this way is helpful. If I wanted to answer your question, it's a, the satellite or other online church is very good and very helpful for Iran, but not for the, all, all the people. Most people, it's in a, a small city. We're talking today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Brother Omid Sabuki. He is the president and CEO of Jubal Band Ministries. They are one of our VOM partners helping to get the gospel into the nation of Iran. Now, Brother Omid, let's talk about the Bibles. It's interesting because someone gave you a Bible wrapped up and, and helped that helped your spiritual path to Jesus Christ. You are now through Jubal Band Ministries distributing Bibles in Iran. What what is the typical response of an Iranian who opens their mailbox and finds a Bible inside of it? Wow, you know, Todd, I have a lot of picture. They, they because I ask them to send me the picture of the Bible because there is a, some connection list is there if they wants to talk to us. Uh, they start to read. Omid says Iran is full of misconceptions about Christianity. It's common to assume that Christianity is the same thing as American or Western culture, or that Christians want to make Iranians lose their sense of morality or embrace an unhealthy lifestyle. That's one of the reasons he is so passionate to put the Bible in the hands of Iranians. 
when they read the Bible for the first time, some of those misconceptions are replaced with the truth. When they read the Bible, they said it's different. It's very good to people start to reading. And you know, in a Nowruz, Nowruz is the new year in Iran. When we send the Bibles as a gift to the mailbox, most of them said, wow, I thinking nobody give me the uh, New Year's gift, but when I start, when I open the, my mailbox, my gift is there. And you know, I had a lot of uh, uh, testimony about that. So there, there is not a sense of offense, like, hey, I'm a Muslim. Why would you give this to me? There's really a sense of thankfulness of, of hey, thank you for this gift. Todd, uh, some some of them, maybe the ninety percent of them, they they very open to the Christianity. They they tired about the God or religious, and they start to searching. But the ten percent, maybe they 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 send me a lot of Islamic resource. He said in a Bibles the Christianity always say the lie because in a Bible book of John in a verse one eighteen they says nobody seen the God nobody can reach the God. I said yeah, but do you read it after the, the, this verse? He said no. I said okay, go to the book of John and read it the whole verse. He said except that Jesus. That's why we, we start the live stream thinking about the real God. But a lot of people said, wow, I didn't have it, this view. We've been hearing from Brother Omid Sabuki from Jubal Band Ministries. You can find a link to their website when you visit vomradio.net. We need to wrap up today's episode, but Brother Omid still has a lot to share about how Christians in Iran are doing right now, what God is doing in the Islamic Republic of Iran. He's going to be back with us next week to continue this conversation, to share some of those amazing stories of what God is doing. Before we go, though, a few takeaways in Brother Omid's story. How precious the Word of God is for us. I hope when you pick up your Bible after listening to this conversation, you think, wow, Thank you, Lord, that I have access to your word, that I have my very own copy of God's word. The truth in the Bible changed Brother Omid from the inside out. It is still changing people from the inside out, both in Iran, in the United States, in whatever country you're listening in. The Bible is changing people's lives. I hope that inspires you to want to read the Bible more, to want to spend more time in God's Word, to want to be changed from the inside out. The other thing about Brother Omid's story that I think we can take with us this week is is just the incredible blessing that it is to meet with other believers, to worship together, to pray together, to open God's Word together. You know, we face some challenges right now with social distancing and keeping our community safe, but nothing like Brother Omid went through in Iran. He was persistent to find a community of believers. We can be persistent too, whether it's meeting in person or meeting online or meeting through Zoom, we can be persistent to meet with other believers, to worship to pray together, to encourage each other, to open God's Word together. I hope you'll make 
spiritual connections in your area this week with other brothers and sisters. Be an encouragement. Be a blessing. Speak blessing into their lives, however you need to do to reach it, whether it's in person or in a Zoom window or in a phone call. Be a blessing to somebody this week. You know, we have a lot of other conversations with Iranian believers in Christ about God's work inside Iran. That's all at our website, vomradio.net. If you just click the search icon and type in the word Iran, it will bring up multiple stories from Iranian Christians, from Christians who were imprisoned in Iran, more Christians who had amazing experiences, supernatural experiences in meeting Christ, All of that available in our archives, vomradio.net, or wherever you listen to podcasts, just search for VOM Radio. I hope you'll be back with us next week. We're going to continue this conversation with Brother Omid. We're going to talk about what God is doing inside Iran. He's going to equip us to pray for our brothers and sisters there. All of that next week right here on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network.